here we go. Welcome to episode 30. Another 10 down the road. That's awesome. Uh, I'm hungover, and this is the Gory Hole Podcast. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a little hungover today, but that's okay. <laughs> we're going to have some fun. Um, you were saying you had a movie you wanted to I talk did. about? I want to hear about, about this. Okay. Uh, first, I can confirm Jenny is hungover. She <laughs> was texting me goofy shit last night. I was. <laughs> you crazy bitch. Okay. It happens. Um, my movie. I watched Ouija. Oh, yeah? We'd actually watched it a long time ago and rewatched it a few days ago. Yeah, because that's an older one, right? Yeah, I mean... I don't know how old, not super old, but last, I don't know, several years old. Cause there's a sequel now Oh, okay. that we have not watched. So we were rewatching the original so that we could watch the sequel, which we haven't done yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so we watched Ouija again and it's pretty good. It's, um, it's basically like these high school kids are, they start playing with a Ouija board and then they start dying off one by one. Mm. And so they have to figure out like what the ghost wants in order to, uh, break the spell and, uh, it sounds kind of cheesy, but it's actually decent. Like, we we liked it. I would give it... Make bags of diarrhea out of five. Mm, 3.5 to four okay. bags of diarrhea. It's decent. Like, it's usually like a teeny bopper horror movie. I don't really... true Like, I don't know. Usually it seems like it would be really scary if I were 15. Mm-hmm. But it's a little too cheesy. But that one, it's not bad. It's It's okay. Awesome. Yeah. I'll have to check that out. I haven't had much time for movies this week. It's been yeah. crazy. Um, so one thing we talked about, was it the last episode we were talking about Gen Z slang? I can't remember. The last one or two. Yeah. Well, we discussed uh, that we should find a list of Gen Z slang. Yeah, That's a tongue twister. <laughs> Gen Z slang. Yeah. Um, and see how many of them we know. Okay. So you want to... Give it a go. Sure. All right. Let me pull it up here. I'm not going to know very many. I'll tell oh, you that sure right now. I'm sure I won't now. either. Okay. Well, there's 50 on wow. here. Wow. We'll okay. Just, I'll just kind of go through <laughs> the good ones, I guess. Okay. Uh, I do hear people say this all the time, and I know what it means. Uh, fam. Fam, like friends, family. Yeah. It's kind of like, like your the crew. equivalent of bro. Yeah. Okay. Because I still say bro all yeah. the time. Yeah. I say bro. Uh, glow up. Like if you a were like an ugly duckling and now you're... Yeah, you had a glow up. Okay, <laughs> yeah, that would make sense. I don't think I've ever heard anybody say this. Uh, CEO, like if you mastered like a skill, you're like the CEO. Like, huh, I have not heard anybody <laughs> say that so other than like Nikki's an actual CEO. becoming the CEO of crochet. Yeah, I am. Mm-hmm. I started crocheting. Uh, let's see. Uh, Stan. I haven't heard this one. Stan? Mm-hmm. It's not short for Stanley. It's basically a combination of stalker and fan. So you're not like, hmm. you're obsessed, but not in a creepy way. You're a Stan. <laughs> okay. That's weird. Okay. Yeah. That's it. Uh, e-boy or e-girl. Any idea? Just like a, I'm guessing it would be like a partner you haven't met in person. Like somebody Wrong. you like. Oh. It's the equivalent of like emo or Goth. Oh. An e-boy or an e-girl. Okay. 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 That's weird. <laughs> Why not just leave it emo? Uh, dank. Stinky? No. Oh. It's excellent or a very high quality. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I, I have, that sounds stinky to me, too. I have no idea what's happening. <laughs> I know. 
<laughs> no oh, you idea. know this one, ghosting. Okay, yeah, if you just like stop talking to somebody. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, let's see. Big yikes. Is that just like yikes? Kind of. They're just making it more difficult. You're so embarrassed that yikes doesn't do it justice. It's a okay. big yikes. Okay. Bougie. Okay, I I've used that. Yeah, me too. Bougie's just like fancy. Yep. Okay. We talked about this one last time. Finna. Oh, finna. Like I'm finna go out. Yeah. Silly. <laughs> it's gonna. Just say gonna. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. why. I don't like it. Yeah. Uh, cap. Oh, I've heard people say like no cap. Mm-hmm. Basically just bullshit. Mean, like, oh, okay. That's not what I thought I meant. So like, I don't know. Somebody, you hear someone just spewing bullshit. They're like, that's cap. Oh, that's bullshit. weird. Yeah. I thought cap meant like no limit. Or like, I don't know. I'm elderly. Oh, I know I what you, know. I know what you're trying to say. Like there's no cap on how stupid she is. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I guess I made that up. Uh, high key. Oh, okay. I've heard low key. It's the opposite basically. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, let's see. What? Sorry. Page refreshed. Okay. There we go. Uh, camp. Camp. Like, it doesn't mean camp? It, no. I don't know. I it's don't know. ironically trendy. So, like, Crocs to be of the camp aesthetic. Okay. the example they gave. Okay. I have not heard camp. Yeah. Okay. Uh, snack. Ooh, like somebody that's hot? Uh-huh. Like he's Somebody's a snack. looking like a snack. Okay. I've heard <laughs> that. Okay. Uh, let's see. Sip tea. Uh, is that, like, gossiping? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're spilling the tea, you're gossiping. When you're sipping tea, you're listening to gossip. Oh, okay. Okay. There you go. I do like that one. I like that one too. Mm-hmm. Uh, take several seats. I kind of like this one. Is that just like sit down and shut up? Yeah. Someone's getting on your nerves. You can say, take several seats. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like that. I might have to start saying that Okay. One. I do like when people say fuck all the way off. Oh, yeah. I, I like that, that too. So it's kind of like that, I, I guess. I like that too. Okay. Um, drip. Ew. Ew. <laughs> I don't know, but it means swag. Oh, okay. It's another term for cool, sexy, trendy, stylish. Okay. Uh, some of these are living rent free. Uh, I've heard somebody say like that lives rent free in my head. Yep, that's exactly Just what like it is. A thought you can't that stop thinking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, bet. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's self-explanatory. Just like. Uh, like, that's really good. Bet. <laughs> Pretty much. Like, word. I don't know. Basically. Like, yeah. Like, it's just like a, word. an extra mm-hmm. exclamation. Yep. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to find ones that I know for a fact we don't know. Because some of these are pretty... I know we've heard. Yeah. Uh, oh, I've heard you say this one. Sending me. Sending me? Haven't you said that? I don't think so. Some, sending some, me. You find something really funny... It's sending me. Huh. I don't think I've said that. I've heard that. I feel like I've heard you say that. I don't know. That. I've heard that. Oh. Sending me. Slaps we talked about. Bussin'. Bussin'. <laughs> What's that mean again? It's a quirky word to use when you taste something delicious. Okay. I've heard that in a rap song. Me too. Like the kids say. Uh-huh. Like the kids say. <laughs> I've heard that. Bussin'. Wait, say it again. What does it mean again? When you taste something delicious. Okay. But I actually don't think that's right. That I thought it that meant something different. Sound, I don't know. I mean, I there is a know. song, right? Yeah, it's like bussin'. Uh huh. I, I don't know. I any thought other it was words. 
I don't know. I don't know what I thought it was. I'm old. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what that is. Okay, we said sus because I do like that one. Yeah. Snatched. Snatched. Ooh, that means like I've heard ladies say that on the TikTok. On the TikTok. <laughs> if if it's like something where you look good or it like uh-huh. makes you I don't know, is it right? Like that you look really good in like a particular outfit okay. or something, okay. you're looking snatched. Okay, yeah. That makes sense because they're talking about well, they were talking about like a bodysuit that would snatch your waist in. Mm, make your waist to look make really you good. Look, like thinner, I guess. Oh, that's I think that's how I kind of took it too. Yeah. That it might but if it's just something that makes you look hot, that's yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh this is a funny phrase. I don't think I've ever heard this one. This ain't it, Chief. <laughs> I mean that's self explanatory, I feel like. Yeah, just disapproval. I just I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This ain't it, Chief. Okay. Uh this ain't it. Chief, that's like, a, I am hungover. Some of these are just tongue twisters to me. Uh, extra, I say extra sometimes. Like that's extra? Mm-hmm. That's, you're just a lot? Yeah. Okay. I say that to my dogs all the time. I'm okay. like, stop being extra. Go lay down. <laughs> uh, clap back. Mm, I don't know. I've, I've say that one sometimes. Basically, uh, I don't know. You, somebody disses you and you have like a really good oh, comeback. Oh, okay. Like you a comeback. Back. Okay. Okay. That makes See, sense. This is one from our time. Yeah. You dissing me, bro? Uh, that's pretty much all of them. Okay. So that's good. I feel like there's a few that probably were missing, but. Sure. Yeah. I still wouldn't know most of those. <laughs> no. But I feel like we did pretty good. Yeah. Not too bad. Like uh-huh. those are. Some of them I'd heard of a couple times and others I had not Thanks ever to the heard TikTok. Of. Thanks to things like the TikTok <laughs> and thanks to things like working around 20-year-olds for the Instagram. A long time. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I can always yeah. tell I'm getting older. I always laugh at Ryan whenever he's like, I got to run over to the Target. <laughs> I got to go swing by the, the Walmart. Target, the wa- the like, Walmarts. <laughs> I got it off the Amazon. Yeah. I'm like, don't say that. You don't need to put the. <laughs> you don't need to. <laughs> Especially when there's more than one. Right. You don't need to. It's funny, though. <laughs> it is pretty funny. All right. We did that and that. Um, okay. We got a couple things that we can do. Ethel who is looking like she's about to rob a train or something she with does. like the hat and the mustache or yeah, she's like got a bank a robber or something. On her. She's got a handlebar mustache. Uh-huh. And I put this hat on her. And a hat. That I don't know, she kind of looks like a villain of some kind or a yeah, classic I could robber. See that. Uh-huh. She just if needs she... like a big bag with a dollar sign uh-huh. on it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would be She's cute. like a robber only girly because she still has her pink scarf on mm-hmm. and her hat isn't black. I picture like a black hat for a, yeah. a robber or a balaclava. Those like, you know what that is? Like the, a, what? a balaclava. Wait, am I saying that right, Todd? Balaclava? The like full face beanie with just the eye and the mouth cut out. Oh, I thought I always just called those ski masks. Oh, yeah. Same okay. idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That, would, that would be fitting too. Yeah. Nice little bank robber Ethel today. Exactly. I have a friend on my desk. I, I brought a friend. Yeah, you did. I, uh, Piggy Q is at home. Um, I have Freddy Krueger. A stuffed, a cuddly. A plushy Freddy Krueger. Isn't he cute? <laughs> have you had him here before? I don't think I have. Okay. You've probably seen him at I my house. I've seen I usually him. have him like sitting okay. on the counter I've or something. I've definitely seen him. Uh, I got him in, at a horror shop in St. Louis. That's where I got my Jason mask too. Nice. So why do you, I'm just curious, why do you leave the tag on? Because he's a collectible. Oh. 
Okay. And I usually leave the tags on on some of these things if it's like uh, like collectible kind of merch. That makes me twitchy. When I buy something, I immediately rip the tags off. Really? It. Yeah. I, <laughs> like I can't handle it. Like so, it's just gonna sit there and drive you crazy. Uh huh. And you can take and the, tag the off. I don't no, it's your thing. <laughs> but anytime we buy anything with like a plastic film or a tag, I immediately rip that shit off. I can't. I think it depends on the tag. Well, he's technically kind of like a collectible, I think. So I left it on, and I thought the tag was kind of cool because it's got like the movie logo okay. on yeah. it. Yeah. Not that I think he's really going to increase. But the tag's in almost as big as he. That's <laughs> the thing. Like, are you going to turn around and big. sell that? <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Gonna like that was that. pounded into our heads because of fucking Beanie Babies. Yeah. You know, I bet that's why. Yeah. Stuff like that. I remember in my my early early twenties thinking, why did I take the tags off my Beanie <laughs> Babies? I could I could have been a billionaire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like no. <laughs> No, it's actually just garbage. Pretty much. <laughs> okay. Like I, they're more fun to play with without the tags. Exactly. And I'm going to just. Oh, you don't have to do that just because I said that. She ripped the tag off. I did. It's done. And now look how cute he is. He's much better, I think. <laughs> I think so, too. I, that's my opinion. Man. I needed to fight the Beanie Baby mentality. <laughs> so that was a big step for me. Good for you. <laughs> you just. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to change your life because of my opinions. I just, but that you were right. would drive me and nuts. And I was like, he would be cuter without the tag. <laughs> <laughs> you can actually see him now. Yep. And he looks like he's having a great time. He had a glow up. He had a glow up. <laughs> <laughs> he was looking really sus before. <laughs> he was. He's snatched now. Yep, he's snatched. Should we do, so Nikki got us a horror trivia game. Yeah. And we each selected some cards. Should we play the robot for this? It says 80s, 90s trivia, but. Sure. Why not? We Let's, can do whatever. I haven't heard that robot in a bit. Let's we can do whatever we robot. want. This trivia is different, but we're going to do it anyway. Yep. It's totally 80s and 90s trivia time. We can make a, I'm sure I can make a sound bite with like a scary voice. Yeah, that'd be cool. Horror trivia time. Yeah. All right. Who wants to go first? Do you want to? You go first. Okay. I always go first, I think. You know, I, I should keep track, but I just yeah. never know. Do you want me to do a card? You do a card, and we'll just I go back care. and forth? What do you, sure. Okay. Well, I, just, I think since this is our first time doing it, maybe we won't keep score this okay. time. Sounds we'll good. play for fun, because I still okay. haven't punished you. For we still other. have to do that. Yeah. We still have to do two punishments. Yeah. I one of to... which we've chosen, the other one we haven't. Oh, right? yeah. Oh yeah, I haven't. Pu- I need to. Yeah. I need to film waxing your arms, and then I'll think. And of the then second we'll. One. Yeah, we'll do the second one. I think I have an idea for the second one. Okay. Maybe you can wear a mustache in the next episode. <gasps> I would so do that. There we go. That's easy. I'm in. <laughs> okay. Nikki's I would do have- that anyway. Yeah, I know. I would too. But it's still fun. <laughs> I like it. Nikki's gonna have a stash for the okay, next one. I'm in. That actually almost might be a good ongoing punishment. Uh, we could just switch the stash. That's true. That's good. And then, like, yeah. That's true. I Maybe like we that. should do it that way. That way it's a little less like planning, but it's funny uh-huh. and people get to see it. I like that. Okay. okay. I'm in. So we'll still whack your arms. Okay. But next episode, you're wearing a stash. Okay. And then next time we, yeah. Okay. That's I'm what in. we're going to do. Lucy okay. has to wear a stash on the next episode. It has been written. I like it. I think that'll work. And I've okay. got a million mustaches. Nice. I found them on Amazon for like super cheap. Nice. And there's like 50 million of them in there. <laughs> so we can switch up the look. It's not just Perfect. one stash. Okay. All I right. like it. Okay, I think you, I know you said you're not a, no directors, but I think you're still going to know this one. Okay. Who directed the original 1978 version of Halloween? Um, We have said it many times. Okay, I'm, I have one in my head 
Mm-hmm. Let me think about it. Make sure. Cat butthole stuck to my coffee. Oh right no! Jenny <laughs> has a cat butthole coaster. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, of the original Halloween. Mm-hmm. Fuck, Wes Craven. Oh, you are so. Cl- Do you want a second guess? Uh, okay. Uh, Here, I'll give you a hint. Okay. Remember when I told you that I watched Prince of Darkness a few episodes back? Yeah. He directed that one too, and we talked about it. I cannot think of who that is. You're going to kick yourself. I know. Why? The only director I can think of is Wes Craven. And I think it's because I read his name when I was going through cards. (laughs) Son of a bitch. Give up. (sighs) Yeah. Our listeners are yelling at you, by the way. (laughs) John Carpenter. Okay. See, you, I think deep down you knew that. I would have known, but I honestly don't know if I could have got to his name. Okay. Who directed the 2003... I have to hold so you don't see the answers. Oh, so yeah, you're right. The answers are on the back. Who directed the 2003 slasher film, House of a Thousand Corpses? Rob Zombie. There you go. <gasps> I got know one. a director. Yep. See, you knew a director. I knew a director. Okay. Right. Let's see. Okay. I'm scared. Kevin Bacon stars in what 1990 film about a group of people fighting for survival against giant worm-like monsters hungry for flesh? Oh, worm-like Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. What year? 1990. Giant worm-like monsters hungry for flesh. I've seen this movie. You definitely have. I can picture it. Oh, um, we haven't. Um, I don't think we've talked about I'm it. I'm sorry, gore whores. Oh, I'm sure you've seen it. I'm sure I have too. I can picture this movie. Now they're yelling at you. Yeah, I now know. they're yelling at you. I just that's why I apologize <laughs> to the gore whores. I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I know, I Todd. I don't know. Tremors. Ah, I I did know that. Deep in my soul, I knew Deep it. Deep in my soul. It's just because we're recording. You don't think of anything when you're It is recording. so hard to answer questions when I, we're recording. I'm telling you, like, <laughs> Your mind all of blank. my brain cells fucking leave mm-hmm. as soon as we start recording. Okay. Uh, okay, you you asked me two questions? Yes, so I So I'm asking you two. Okay. okay. What Rolling Stones ballad is sung by the demon Azrael as he possesses bodies in the Denzel Washington film Fallen? I don't think I've seen Fallen. Oh, um, this, this song is used as like a creepy, it's in a lot of creepy scenes. I feel like, um, Say it again. what else is it in? Hang on. Let me give you another clue. Um, it's in, I think it's in the movie seven also. Um, okay. What Rolling Stones ballad is sung by the demon Azrael as he possesses bodies in the Denzel Washington film Fallen? So it's a, a creepy. Is it a really like, popular song? Um, yes, it's a. It wasn't originally Rolling Stones. I don't think. I think it was a remake. But it's used a lot in like a creepy scene. It's. I swear, it's in like multiple horror movies. You know, I am not a real big Rolling Stones fan, honestly. Get out. I mean, I don't hate them. They're just not one of my favorites. <laughs> I, I have well, no maybe I was wrong. I thought you would know this. Um, okay, it's time. Time is on my side. Oh yeah, the song is I, like, I, I never would have got there. Time is on my side. Yes, it is. <laughs> I always love it when you sing the song. <laughs> it makes me happy. <laughs> I'm okay. I was surprised you didn't know that. But okay, okay. Nikki's next too. I think you're gonna know both of these. Okay. 
all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. Name the movie. The Shining. I was going to um, finish that Yes. Quote. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't happen. Uh, and I think you'll know this one, too. What series of children's horror books is written by author R.L. Stein? Goosebumps. Yep. Goosebumps. Okay. This would have been the one time you probably would have won. <laughs> I know, because we're not Go fucking figure. keeping track. When we're not right. keeping score, that's what Nikki wins. <laughs> yeah. All right. This one, I'm assuming you'll know this. Like, I never really got into this show, but it was really popular. Okay. All right. This HBO TV series was based on the novels by Charlene Harris featuring a telepathic waitress named, wow, waitress named Sookie Stackhouse. I don't know what any of these are. Okay. Uh, it's, a, it's a vampire series that was on HBO. It was really popular. Ran for several years. I think There's it's so many probably over by now. Um, I'm to th- aren't there? <sighs> probably. Is there? Uh, is I'm trying to think of the actress. No. no. Okay. Because that's a show, isn't it? Or did I just make that up? No, it is. I okay. think it is. Um, oh, wait. No. I do you know, know this. Um, you know um, it. Um, um, um. You know it. Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. I don't think I ever watched this show, but I think I know the one you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. You know it. I'm trying to think of the actor's name in it, because that might give it away. But I can't, because, you know, brain. I don't know. I, I don't True know. Blood. Oh, I didn't. See? That's what I was coming to. Uh, I know, right? Fuck. <laughs> right. I don't know if you're going to get this either. But Damn I think, it. Because, <laughs> like... I think maybe I would have come up with the answer for this, but I picked it because it has two rock stars in it. Okay. What 1986 horror movie features cameos from Ozzy Osbourne and Gene Simmons? Say it one more time. What 1986 horror movie features cameos from Ozzy Osbourne and Gene Simmons? Do you know it, Todd? 1986? Mm Mm-hmm. Is this a, is it a popular movie? Is it one you, I've heard of? Uh, I would think so. I mean, it, it's not as popular as like Halloween. Well, yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah I mean, it, it's, I think the, co- the cover, or like the movie poster had just like a giant jack-o'-lantern face on it. If I'm thinking correctly. I don't know. Did you Google it? What are you laughing at? Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Trick or treat. Oh, that's eight, 1986. Uh huh. Really? Yep. I thought that was. Well, they've. There's probably remakes. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. I didn't think that movie was that old. Yeah. All right. Now I want to look up the movie poster and see if I was right. <laughs> I think you are. Yeah. You can go ahead. Uh, who is considered to be Hollywood's first scream queen? Ooh. Yeah, there's a trick-or-treat from 2007. Okay, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. First screen. Oh, I was so right. It's a jack-o'-lantern flame face. <laughs> Fuck you, Todd. <laughs> Fuck you, non-believers. Okay. First scream queen. Mm-hmm. Damn. Hollywood's first scream queen. Is that what it's considered says? to be considered. Hollywood's first scream queen? Okay, let me think about this for a second. Um, Because I'm trying to think of... 
older stuff. Is it really obvious? Kind of. Uh, I don't feel confident about this, but I'm going to go Jamie Lee Curtis. You got it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <gasps> Shit. Okay. All right. Who, uh, how, uh, take two. How was Jason Voorhees brought back to life in Friday the 13th, part six, Jason Lives? Shit. Part six? Todd, you perked up real fast. Do you know it? Halloween part six, Jason Lives. How was he brought back to life? Correct. <sighs> Duh. How was he brought back? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, wheels are turning. Hang on. Part six. There's too many parts. I know. I can't keep track of all this. Uh, fuck, I can think of ways he was taken out, but brought back. <sighs> a Ouija board. <laughs> uh, that was a good guess, though. Uh, lightning bolts. He was brought back by lightning bolts. Mm -hmm. Okay. Electricity, basically. Okay. Shot. W wouldn't have got that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Fuck me for not knowing part six. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry, everybody. Okay. Uh, how many murderers are revealed at the end of the movie Scream? Murders or murderers? How many murderers? How many killers? How many? At the end of Scream? Uh-huh. Oh, God. It's been a minute since I've seen that. There's more than one? Yeah. That's the twist. Three. Two. Damn. <laughs> I almost said two, and then I was like, maybe it's more than that. <laughs> okay. Um, I fucking suck at this. Oh, my God. <laughs> Some of these are really hard. Um, I bet you'll get this one. Michael Myers' mask is supposedly based on what famous actor? William Shatner. Yep. I did know that one. Yay, me. Yay. All right. So... Do you have anything else before we do a fun segment? Um, I would, yeah. I would like to talk about, you said you, I don't know if you had this written down to talk about, we, but we were going to talk about you sending me fucking country music last night. Oh, I'm glad you brought to talk that about up because I did want to, <laughs> I wanted to bring that up too. I'm glad you remember. Jenny got drunk and Snapchatted me. <laughs> like loud ass country music. And not only that, but her husband Ryan was singing to it. Mm. And I was like, did I piss you off? <laughs> I just thought it was What funny. did I do to deserve this? <laughs> like, I have a visceral hatred reaction, a physical reaction to country music. I fucking hate it so much. <laughs> it's I, so bad. Ryan wanted to listen to some Brooks and Dunn last oh. night. So and I thought it was funny. And I was like, no, please. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. <laughs> I hate it. Like most, you hate all country music. Though? I do. Every well, single like, bit. I like southern rock, and that gets a little bit what about Dolly Parton? twangy. I mean, some Dolly Parton I feel like is more pop. Like we're again not too fat. That's not really that like whiny country shit. You know. Um, do you like Chris Stapleton? I don't even know. Well. I think I know who that is, but I don't even know any of his music. See, he kind of... Probably not. Some, I do like 
If it's country, no. Country. I don't, I don't like it. But it, I have to be in the mood for it. Mm-hmm. If I am not in the mood, country music will piss me off. I hate it. I hate <laughs> it all day, every day. It is never usually a go-to choice, but sometimes I get songs mm-hmm. stuck in my head. Can't. And Chris, I like Chris Stapleton, but he's more bluesy, mm-hmm. I feel like, than country. Okay. I'm yeah. going to take your word for it. Yeah. He's got a, like a really deep kind of sexy voice. Okay. If he sang to something other than country, I might like it. <laughs> I don't like it. What about Johnny Cash? I'm not a Johnny Cash fan. I'm not either, honestly. Uh-uh. Yeah. No. Uh, I mean, I appreciate the talent and all that, but uh, which I can't even do for most country musicians because, honestly, a lot of it, like, it is so poppy garbage <laughs> shit that I can't even say I appreciate the talent. But, like, Johnny Cash, I get it. He was a good songwriter. I get that, and I can say I appreciate the talent. But, uh, and like people like Garth Brooks, like I can say, I appreciate the talent. They clearly put on a fantastic show. They know what they're doing. Garth Brooks is a serial killer. (laughs) You haven't heard this joke. No. (laughs) Tom Segura and Christina P kind of started a rumor that Garth Brooks is a serial killer. Because of the, some of his songs are about like people dying or what? They, they just thought he would be a, if he was a serial killer, he would get away with it. Oh. So they started making jokes about it. And then all their listeners started harassing Garth Brooks oh. on Instagram, being like, where's my family? Where are the bodies? I just want my mom back, Garth. And he took, turned off all comments. What he blocked fuck? Tom Segura. He blocked Christina I P. I probably would, too. And I'm not going to lie. I might have joined in on some of those comments a few times because <laughs> I think they're funny. Oh, my God. And uh, he blocked me. So. Uh, as he should, probably. <laughs> but it's funny. That's a weird rumor to start i know but it, it's kind of funny he doesn't find it funny at all I've and that's kind of what makes it funny <laughs> <laughs> poor garth um and so i don't think you're gonna like our next guest since you don't like country music ladies and gentlemen mr conway twitty <laughs> <laughs> did you did from you family it? guy yeah yeah it's like the weirdest fucking segue I know, me and ever. My and it would like, just show him like an actual <laughs> strip of Conway Twitty and his stupid hair. Oh my God. So uh, yeah, I do remember that. I love That's saying funny. that though, whenever things are awkward. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Conway, Conway Twitty. <laughs> and his like baby blue suit. I know. And oh, my hair, oh my God. Yeah, the yeah he had the crazy hair. Mm-hmm. Like, like old lady rolled and set. And spray painted black <laughs> hair. It's like a like, yeah wild old lady kind of combined with like an afro. Uh-huh. And a, I mean that was like seventies. And think. when he put a cowboy hat on, it just sat on uh-huh. top of the fro. Uh huh. It didn't even like touch his yeah, head. His it little just, bolo tie. <laughs> just ba- <laughs> God. I just wanted to say that, and that seemed like that a perfect good. segue to say it. That was good. It popped in my head. Nice. <laughs> so I won't torture you with country music anymore, but I did I think it was funny that my husband was. I got about a millisecond in and I was like, fuck you, Jenny. <laughs> and I skipped through it. And I was like, I'm not even listening to this garbage. I was getting a kick out of watching Ryan. I was trying to get Ryan dancing. And of course he stopped as soon as I I wouldn't the... have seen it. <laughs> I skipped through that shit. He was doing the boot scooting boogie. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> How are you going to handle the crews? They're all country fans. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm second guessing my choices about this cruise, to be honest (laughs) with you. We'll have fun. I don't know about that. We're going to have a blast. I mean, there's not going to be, are there going to be country bands? I know Mini Kiss is going to play. Oh, I actually forgot to tell you. Uh, there's going to be a Fleetwood Mac cover band there. Really? Uh Uh-huh. That's cool. And I thought of you and I 
meant to tell you like a while ago. That's cool. And mini kiss, but is there going to, are there going to be any country musicians? There's one. What is it? Uh, Tyler Booth, I think. Oh yeah. They, they're like friends with Tyler mm-hmm. Booth or something. Okay. Well, I'm going to be elsewhere that evening. <laughs> I'm going to well, be on the other. have to watch it. I'm going to be on the other end of the ship Yeah. on that go. night. Go to the bar. I'll just dive off. Go get drunk with mini kiss. Oh, How fun would that be? Oh, that'd be so cool. <laughs> I would love to get drunk with Mini Kiss. Me too. <laughs> oh, new goal. Yeah. We new might goal have to, for the cruise. Yeah, that is definitely a goal. Oh, that'd be <laughs> awesome. Okay. Do you, should we let Ethel talk for yeah, a minute? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Let's play that sound bite. Hot breeze with cold Saxophone makes me giggle every time. <laughs> All right, so I haven't read this book in a very long time. It's one I read years and years and years ago. Ethel's going to read us. <laughs> What's it called? It's called Beyond Seduction Ooh. by Emma Hawley. Ooh. And it's it's just smut. That's all it okay. is. It's supposed to be kind of like an artsy, erotic fantasy, okay. I think. Well, it got recommended to me after I read... Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, okay. And someone was like, oh, you want a book dirtier than that? Read Beyond Seduction. I was like, I'm in. Okay. Let's do it. Okay. Um, so I haven't read it in a long time, but I remembered it was basically just sex throughout the whole book. So Ethel is going, this is a blowjob scene, it looks like. Nice. So Ethel, we would like to hear a blowjob scene from Beyond Seduction. I got to clear my throat to do the accent. <laughs> Okay. I'm ready to take notes in case there are words that trigger me. Oh, oh, I'm, I'm, I can tell you that <laughs> there's going to be a lot. Oh, <laughs> this boy. is, oh, this is beyond disgusting. I'm not going to lie. Oh. Uh, okay, I'm ready. She gasped for. Oh, bleh, I didn't even do the accent. Take two. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> she gasped for air. I want to do it. I want to pleasure you. He stopped, then released himself and put her second hand where his had been. Sensation jolted through her. He was hot, pulsing, slick from the scented oil. (laughs) She (coughs) pulled as much as he had. She pulled as much as he had pulled, not as smoothly, perhaps, but with just as much concentration. Apparently, her technique was good enough. He sighed deeply. He let his head roll on his neck. His shaft was like a hardened muscle, stiff inside with a bit of give. <laughs> Determined to do her best, she tightened the V of her thumb and forefinger when it crossed the sensitive spot beneath his crown. He, <laughs> he responded to her touch the same as he had to his. When she lifted her gaze, she found him watching her, his gray eyes quiet but intense. His skin was swarthy, 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 I don't know that word, with arousal. His lips looked swollen, though they hadn't been kissing hard. When he licked them, she felt as if he licked her. You want something, she said with an instinct as old as time. Tell me, Nick, tell me and I'll try to do it. He hesitated. Tell me, she insisted and swept her thumb across the crown. (laughs) Order me. He laughed with a mere rush of breath. Then his face hardened. I want you to kiss it, (laughs) he said. I want you to take me in your mouth. The words were gruff, not precisely in order, but close. They created an image as stark as it was shocking. Surely she couldn't do this, couldn't draw that ferocious organ into her mouth. (laughs) 
She wanted to, though. As soon as he said it, she grew wet. Pretend, she thought, pretend you must do what he says. Then whatever happens, however awkward you are, he has only himself to blame. I'm guessing this is her first BJ. Oh. I'm, I'm thinking. Okay. Okay, that makes more sense. Uh, she nodded instead with a quick jerk with her teeth clenched tight, clenched tight together. At her agreement, Nick's breath rushed out so swiftly his belly hollowed beneath his ribs. With choppy motions of impatience, he shoved a pair of p- pillows, <laughs> behind, pillows. His, <laughs> behind his back. Do it, he said more forcefully, more forcefully now. I'll want to watch you suck me. She did not close her eyes. Chin trembling, she lipped the flare, then slid the silky crown between her lips. The taste, the feel was indesirable, or indescribable, sorry. Softer than soft, smoother than smooth, his fingers slipped between her knuckles, then covered the hand that held his shaft. His palm was warm and steadying. He'll tell me, she thought, he'll tell me if I do it wrong. Take a little more, he, he whispered, his thighs suddenly shaking. I promise I won't push too far. When she did as he asked, he sighed as if she granted his dearest wish. He was hot in her mouth and alive. He tasted of almonds, of salt and skin. It seemed natural to lick him, to suckle his tender fullness to the limit of their hand's grip. Ugh. He gasped at the change of pressure, then stroked the tangle of her hair as if tempted to grab it. Even if this had not given him away, she would have sensed the rise of his excitement and the leaping of the flesh beneath their hands. Tighter, he said, compressing her sweaty fingers with his own. Don't let me come. (laughs) I have to get to this one phrase. It's like a couple of quick paragraphs, but you have to hear this one part. She hadn't known she could stop him, but the thought that she could hold him on that edge seared her with aching fire. Here he said, moving her hand to circle the top of his scrotum. (laughs) Squeeze and tug. His testicles felt like two boiled eggs. Odd (laughs) and firm within the wrinkled skin. That's what I needed to get to. I had to say the hard-boiled eggs. Oh, my God. Okay. I have a lot of notes. Okay. (laughs) Let's hear it. So this, like, I'm all for reading smut, Mm -hmm. and I... I think it's hot most of the time when I read it, but for some reason, listening to you, to Ethel read it to me, I really it just for you. I gross, don't turn you on. It just grosses me out. Like I, I don't feel turn you like on. <laughs> Ethel doesn't <laughs> so turn me on. I think it's like a, I don't know, I don't know what how to explain it. Like every time we read a cold Ethel or sorry, a hot reads with cold Ethel, mm-hmm. I am so grossed out. <laughs> like I I just write all these notes and I'm like, this is stupid, this is stupid, this, and I just tear it apart. So this it is, is no different. It is definitely different hearing it's it. It's so different. As opposed to reading like it Like reading it, like when I read like a sexy scene, I'm like, oh, that's hot. I like mm-hmm. it and I don't tear it apart. So I want the listener to know that like I'm not a fucking prude. But I don't know. When I, I, I think maybe I am. <laughs> because when I hear this, I immediately, like the first right off the bat, released himself. That just means he whipped his dick out. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he, they said released himself, that bothered me immediately. Release the cock. <laughs> I know. And then, wow, this was a very detailed, the cockin'. A very detailed description <laughs> of the crown, I'm, which I've never heard 
the I'm head assuming it's, yeah, dick. head of the dick. Crown. A, crown. a silky crown. A silky that, crown. Get out of here. Uh, and the shaft description was weird. Like, the, it was like hard with a little give or something. I don't yeah. know what she said. And then, <laughs> ferocious organ. Mm-hmm. That was the other one I wanted you to hear. I saw ferocious I just, organ and boiled eggs on the That's page. fucking and weird. The two boiled eggs, that isn't sexy at all. I no. think even if I were reading that, I'd be like, hold up. Two boiled eggs and wrinkly skin? That would probably would have been enough to make me throw the book that's across That's a turn the off. Yeah. Don't say that to me. That's weird. That's weird. Could you imagine saying that to no! a guy? Your, your balls feel like two boiled eggs in a sack of wrinkly skin. <laughs> no. That's so bizarre. That's a weird thing to put in a book. What's the author's name? Something Holly? Emma Holly. Emma Holly. Do better, please. Thank you. And then he tasted. Your tasted this makes me <laughs> I just don't. Do, do better. Just say his balls or his. Like, or his sack. getting upset at these scenes is the funniest <laughs> fucking thing to me. I'm glad because I could do this all day. Okay. Awesome. And then he tasted of almonds. <laughs> um, that's weird. Why? Why that descriptor? Why? That's a weird thing to say. Like, this bitch is hungry. He tastes like almonds and his balls are like two boiled eggs. I know. I just. She she might have been hungry. Maybe she was hungry. I don't know. But. She's like, I really don't want to give this blowjob right now. I really want a snack of almonds and boiled eggs. I. Yeah. That was that was funny though. That was that was a good one. <laughs> that was a good one. We might have to p- find another scene in there too, because yeah, if I remember correctly, I think there's some just ridiculous <laughs> scenes. in Two this. boiled eggs. It's worth reading because of just how ridiculous. I mean, it just is. for funny. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, I get that. That's just that's silly. <laughs> I know. I'm glad you got to the boiled egg part because yeah, that was that, the I kept going until I got to that part. That was a good I was like, one. She needed to hear that. Yeah, you're right. Even though it upset you, you're right about that, but in a good way. <laughs> I don't know why, but your anger over these things cracks me up so much. Good. Because if it makes you laugh, hopefully it makes other people laugh. Because hot damn. Oh, my God. The crown. Too many crown references. I have never heard that before. I haven't either. I've read this book, but I didn't remember that uh, at all. See, it's it's probably not as weird if you're just reading it. But when you're starting no, I to think say it, it out loud, you're I, like, I think it is. I the hard-boiled probably... egg thing. I, even if I were reading it and I were into it, I'd be like, mm, hard-boiled eggs, huh? Mm-hmm. That's what you're going with? That's the descriptor we have here? That's supposed to be sexy? And that's like some, those are some big balls, too, if they're the size yeah. of eggs. That's just weird. <laughs> yeah, I guess, yeah. I don't, I don't know. He might need to get tested for he might testicular have some, cancer or something. Uh, what's that called? Hydrocele? Hydrocele is if the testicle is like swollen. Mm. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> he needs to go to the doctor. He, he needs shouldn't to be getting to BJs. to the urologist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It sounds like he's got some issues. And his dick tastes like almonds. His dick that, tastes that like almonds. <laughs> and his testicles are boiled eggs. So... All right. Oh What's God. next? Topic? Uh, I think so. Okay. Uh, real quick, though. I sent you a sound bite last night. Were you able to oh, upload yeah. that? Uh, no, I didn't upload it, but uh, I can play it. Let's yeah, let's see. play it. Let's a see listener I can made us a sound bite, and we kind of love it. <laughs> I'll just play it. 
Oh, shit, I have my phone muted. Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> Hang on, everybody. I just think it's worth hearing. I want to hear it again. Hey there, cold Ethel. Those titties are looking really good. <laughs> Did you hear it? Yeah. The... Okay, good. <laughs> the voices. <laughs> Those titties are looking really good. <laughs> she has a stand. I used it. You did. Stalker he has, fan. She has a stan, yeah. She has a stan, yeah. That's Ethel's biggest fan. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Thanks for that. <laughs> okay. I think we are ready Kay. for the topic. Topic We've time? been going for a while, right? Yeah. I forgot uh, to check the time. Yeah, so. I did too. Let's see. That's all right. I think we covered yeah, a lot. Yeah, like 45, something like that. Cool. Okay. So, I had a really hard time coming up with a topic this time. I struggled... A little bit. Um, so Todd helped me come up with this, and I hope it's good. Um, so I, with this topic, I have a couple of ideas. So I'm going to do one of them today, Kay. and it is horror movies based on real-life stories. Oh, cool. So I'm going to go through a list. I think there's maybe 10 um, horror movies that, you know, a lot of them you probably, well, maybe all of them you're pretty familiar with, and some of them are obviously based on true stories, some of them maybe not, Mm -hmm. Um, and I will just go through them, talk about them. Let's do it. Okay. So, the first one is the Amityville Horror. Oh, yeah. So, it says, oh, yeah, this is a People.com article, by the way. Okay. There is still major debate on whether or not the alleged paranormal events that took place at 112 Ocean Avenue in Amityville, New York, are true. The murders that led to the story being written in the first place are definitely true. On November 13, 1974, 23-year-old Ronald Joseph DeFeo Jr. got up in the middle of the night and fatally shot his entire family, his parents and siblings. So there were two parents, Louise and Robert, siblings Don, Allison, Mark, and John, so a total of six people. He then ran to a nearby bar to report the crime and initially tried to pin it on someone else before he admitted to having committed the murders himself. After DeFeo was sent to prison, the family home was put on the market a year later, which is when George and Kathleen Lutz moved in with their three children. The Lutzes would go on to report a series of paranormal activities happening in the house, which is where the story of the Amityville horror originated. Apparently, the hauntings were so severe, they had to escape the house in the middle of the night only a month after they had moved in. The Lutz's story has been the subject of much debate, especially given the fact that the next family to take over the house, James and Barbara Cromarty, resided in the residence for a decade without any paranormal occurrences. Crazy. Is that sus? Yeah, that's sus. Might be sus. (laughs) Next one is your favorite, A Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Which I thought this was weird because I, I saw this on here and I was like, uh, that's not true. Uh, but it says, no, there was never an actual child killer who was haunting teenagers in their dreams. However, the concept of Freddy Krueger came to a nightmare on Elm Street director Wes Craven after he was, I'm sorry, after he read an article about a boy who died in his sleep after suffering petrifying night terrors. Uh, the, Wes Craven was quoted to have said, I'd read an article in the LA Times about a family who had escaped the killing fields in Cambodia and managed to get to the U.S. Things were fine, and then suddenly the young son was having very disturbing nightmares. He told his parents he was afraid that if he slept, the thing chasing him would get him, so he tried to stay awake for days at a time. 
When he finally fell asleep, his parents thought the crisis was over. Then they heard screams in the middle of the night. By the time they got to him, he was dead. He died in the middle of a nightmare. Here was a youngster having a vision of a horror that everyone older was denying. That became the central line of A Nightmare on Elm Street. Creepy. You, um, didn't on Viral Podcast, remember Brett talking about that? That like Freddy Krueger was based on like a true person or something? Maybe, yeah. yeah. He had a different story, I think. He was talking about a hypnotist. Oh, yeah. I do remember that. That sounds sus, Brett. It does. <laughs> Everything Brett says is sus. That guy is full of shit. <laughs> Lean back, Brett. <laughs> All right. The next one is The Conjuring. Yep. Uh, it says... We've talked about that. Have we? Yeah, we did. Uh, uh, well, I mean, you can do it again, but uh, we we talked about that after uh, the Ricky episode. Okay. Remember, did you did Possession, and you talked kind of about the... Oh, Maybe? Yes. Or am I wrong? I think so. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know what's real anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just do a quick synopsis. Though filmmakers took some creative liberties while making The Conjuring, the crux of the story is based on the real-life Roger and Carolyn Perrin, who moved into 1677 Round Top Road in Rhode Island in 1971 and experienced some purported paranormal activities in the home. While paranormal investigators Ed Warren and a self-described demonologist and his wife I'm sorry, Ed Warren is the self-described demonologist, and his wife, Lorraine Warren, a clairvoyant and medium, play a large part in the movie. They were not integral to the story of The Conjuring in real life. Oh. Um, it says that the owner, Roger Perrin, kicked them out of the house when they came by. The film is based on books written by... i stuff about them, that they were kind of more like scam artists oh. and stuff. The film is based on books written by Andrea Perrin, the couple's oldest daughter, who was old enough to remember the spooky happenings. Hmm. All right, next one is Annabelle. Yeah. Uh, Makes sense. Yeah. According to the Warrens, the real-life Annabelle doll's hauntings were so dire, they had to lock her up in their occult museum in Monroe, Connecticut. And though their stories were never corroborated, according to All That's Interesting, the paranormal investigators claimed to have been summoned by a priest named Father Cook when two young women, Donna and Angie, wanted to perform an exorcism to get rid of the spirit of a dead seven-year-old girl named Annabelle Higgins, who had inhabited their doll. Up until then, Donna and Angie had been informed by a medium that Annabelle's spirit was benevolent and simply wanted to be loved and cared for. No. Upon their arrival, however, the Warrens explained to the young women that they had been ill-informed and that Annabelle was in search of a human host. The couple would go on to order an exorcism and later moved the doll to their occult museum where she resides now. It's a Raggedy Ann doll, isn't it? No. Well, maybe the real one is. I don't remember. I can, yeah, because I think yeah, for I think the, the movie, they made her one. look yeah, creepier. They made I think creepy. it is a Raggedy Ann. I think the real one is. Yeah. I used to have a Raggedy Ann and a Raggedy Andy I think when I, I was too. little. Mm -hmm. Looking back, they were very creepy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, the next one is Exorcism of Emily Rose. Oh. I can't remember if I've seen this. Have you seen this? Sounds familiar. It has Laura Linney in it. I think um, so. I do not remember if I've seen this. Anyway, um, with a star-studded cast featuring Laura Linney, Campbell Scott, Tom Wilkinson, and of course Jennifer Carpenter in the titular role. The events in The Exorcism of Emily Rose are nearly as chilling as the real-life events the film is loosely based on. Emily Rose is based on a 19-year-old named Annalise Michael, who died after almost 70 exorcism sessions in Bavaria, West Germany. 
Michael, who grew up in a hyper-religious family, had been diagnosed with schizophrenia and epilepsy as a teenager. However, things took a dark turn when her convulsions turned into hallucinations and she, became, and she came to believe she was possessed. Michael then insisted on being exercised and her parents sought the help of Father Arnold Renz and Father Ernest Alt, who performed a host of exorcisms beginning in September 1975. According to... An interview, Annalise was often in need of restraining either by holding her down or chaining her to a chair during the hour-long rituals. The young teen died on July 1, 1976, and her parents, along with the clergyman, were charged with negligent homicide as she had stopped taking her medication and was found to be malnourished and dehydrated. The exorcism of Emily Rose follows the complicated court case of four adults in which judges had to debate the validity of their faith versus the facts of the case. All parties were found guilty but were given lenience, sentenced only to time served and three months probation. That is fucking sad. I don't think I've seen that movie. I don't think I have either. Now so they I'm just let her my, basically starve to death. Hmm. That's fucking sad. All right, the next one is The Exorcist. Yes. Though this case didn't end as tragically as Annalise Michaels, the, maybe it's Annalise Michelle. I feel like I've heard that name. I don't know if I'm spelling, I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> Annalise Michelle is probably correct. Um, okay, though The Exorcist story didn't end as tragically as the previous one, the events behind The Exorcist are still fascinating. 13-year-old Roland Doe was a grief, was grief-stricken over the passing oh. of his Sorry. Aunt Harriet. When I said you talked about the conjuring, well, you talked about this one because I remember you said The Exorcist? Yeah, oh, okay. I, mixed, I mixed them up. Okay. But it, sorry, it just came okay. to my head. Did not mean to interrupt. That's okay. Continue. 13-year-old Roland Doe was grief-stricken over the passing of his Aunt Harriet, a spiritualist who'd taught him many things, including how to use a Ouija board. Following Harriet's death, the boy began experiencing strange happenings, scratching in the wall, seeing water mysterious... Dr- mysteriously dripping from pipes and walls and most scary of all feel his bed moving his parents then sought the help of some catholic priests and father e albert hughes performed the first exorcism on doe in february 1949 i remember talking about this now after Mm -hmm. the ricky episode yeah a few days after the ritual scratches spelling out lewis appeared on doe's body and his mother took that to mean they needed to leave maryland to get more help The family traveled to St. Louis, where they were connected to Father Walter H. Halloran and Reverend William Bodern from St. Louis University, who agreed to exercise the boy. They worked on him until April of that year, when he finally revealed the devil possessing him had gone. Decades later, it was revealed the young boy grew up to have a completely normal adulthood. He was... Actually, Ronald Edwin Hunkler, a NASA engineer who aided in the 1969 moon landing, his identity was only revealed after he died in 2020. That's cool. All right, next one is Poltergeist. Yeah. Steven Spielberg knows how to make a phenomenal film. However, for 1982's The Poltergeist, the screenwriter had plenty of material to work with. The film is based on the real-life happenings at the Herman House, which took place in the 50s in Seaford, Long Island. One morning in February 1958, James Herman received a phone call from his freaked-out wife, Lucille, telling him that strange things were happening in their home. Their teenagers, who had reportedly heard inexplicable popping noises around the house, later found caps of shampoo, bleach, and a vial of holy water, all removed from their corresponding bottles. 
The family dismissed the spooky incident with James even... I'm sorry. This is fucking me up here. Okay. Okay. So she's... Okay. I, I was misunderstanding this. They found caps from all these bottles had been removed. The family dismissed the spooky incident with James even believing there might have been a weird chemical reaction that caused the popping of the bottle, like the caps popping off the bottles. In the following weeks, however, the strange happenings escalated. In one instance, the Hermans even phoned the police who failed to explain also. The devout Catholics then turned to a priest, but after he prayed over the house, things got more violent with figures smashing and a bookcase falling over randomly. The case of the Seaford poltergeist went national and Life magazine published an article about it. After documenting 70 different incidents between February 3rd and March 10th, 1958, the Hermans vacated the suburban home. All right. The next one is... There's three more. Okay. This one's The Right. I have not seen this. I don't even think I've heard of that. The Right. It's R-I-T-E. The story of The Right is loosely based on a book titled The Right, The Making of a Modern Exorcist by Matt Baglio. Though, of course, certain aspects of the film were exaggerated for dramatic effect, the true story goes like this. Father Gary Thomas had been selected to train as an exorcist when he met journalist Matt Baglio in an exorcism class. From there, Baglio followed the priest as he traveled to Rome performing his new duty. Currently, the real-life Reverend Thomas serves as director of the... Hui. I don't know how to say this (laughs) word. Director of the... Propedeutic Year Program, don't know what that is, at St. Patrick's <laughs> Seminary and University in Menlo Park, California. So I think this is Anthony Hopkins in this picture uh-huh. of the right. So he's in that. Yeah, I don't think I've seen that. I haven't either. That doesn't even really sound familiar uh-uh. to me. It doesn't say what year it came out or anything. There's, that's mm. a short one. Okay, two more. Uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So much of what happens in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre is disturbing, but perhaps no other character in the movies is as frightening as Leatherface, the menacing basement-dwelling killer who eats people and wears their faces after killing them. And while the character was never a real person, his traits were based on serial killer Ed Gain, who was known for exhuming corpses from graveyards and making mementos with their bones and skin. E. I loved the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, it's one of my favorites. One of my favorites, and I loved, so when I was a teenager, I can't remember when the remake with Jessica Biel came out, probably late 90s, early Mm -hmm. 2000s. I think early 2000s, yeah. I loved it. Oh, yeah, that's a really good remake. It's so good. Mm -hmm. It's so good. And I remember, like, because I've always loved things set in that period of time, Mm -hmm. of course, so, like, it was set in the, I can't remember exactly, early 70s. Yeah, um, so I fell in love with it, you know, mm-hmm. it's just like they're in a fucking hippie bus and pick up a yeah. hitchhiker and, uh, ah, so good. I loved that. Yeah. Jessica Biel was awesome in that. Mm-hmm. Okay. The next one, the strangers, this is on my list and I don't think I've watched it yet. Um, who is this? It might say, okay. The strangers, this Brian Bertino thriller is an amalgamation of three separate real life events. First, and perhaps most obvious, the fictional thriller draws inspiration from the Manson family's home invasion and murder of Sharon Tate and her friends. Uh, The Strangers also incorporates parts of the Keddie Cabin murders in which four people were killed in a small resort town in California. That case went cold as the murderers were never caught. 
Lastly, Bertino also drew inspiration from his own childhood for the movie. The famed director once got spooked by a group of strangers who knocked on his door when he was home alone one day and asked for someone who didn't reside there. Though he later learned the perpetrators weren't robbing houses whose occupants weren't present, the incident left an unforgettable mark on the future director, and he used the incident as part of the film. Hmm. Yeah, I have not watched that. I want to watch it. That's it. That's I what I got. expecting... Wasn't Silence of the Lambs based on Ed Gein, too? I think a lot of things were. Because mm-hmm. he was such a monster. Yeah. I think a lot of movies took some of his story for inspiration. Yeah. I think, uh, I don't remember which podcast it was. It was a true crime one, I'm sure. Uh, but they kept calling him Ed Gein. And I oh. thought that was funny. God. Because <laughs> I, I think it's, I think it's Gein. I think I've heard it, it ga- I've heard it as Gein. Mm-hmm. Gein. Um... I like Jine. Jine. Yeah. Like Jiney. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh But yeah, he, there's a lot of stuff based on him because he was so creepy and did such horrendous things. And then also he was like a super mama's boy, like obsessed with his mom. Because I was think it? he also, I think he also like did creepy shit to his mom's body after she died. And oh, like, yeah. um, a lot of them did that because a lot of serial killers had mommy issues. But yeah, I know Ed Kemper did some stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. He, like, didn't he, like, fuck his mom's head or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. He's gross. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Did you ever watch, uh, oh, what is that show? Oh, that's going to drive me nuts. Now I can't think of it. What did you say? Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. That show is good. I didn't hear him. Mindhunter? Mindhunter, yes. Uh, that was so good. Love that show. Yeah, that was really good. I loved it, too. I was really sad they canceled i think it only had two seasons maybe yeah and it was great it was great and i loved all that the, um, and they went in and like interviewed him in prison and mm-hmm. uh i think it might have been kemper yeah he was on it a lot they took him shoes was that the one that was obsessed with shoes like in order to get him to talk and interview they took him like women's high heels I, I, maybe and I he like so. started been a while smelling them and like it, but oh, i think that was him that was good that was yeah. really good and I all the that. people who played the Serial killers did uh-huh. really good yeah. jobs. They all looked yeah. like them, and yep, it's crazy. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a great show. I love that show. I should mm-hmm. rewatch that. It's been a while. All right, we got anything else? Or? I don't think so. That's all I got. Uh, yep, I think so too. Next episode, okay. Nikki's gonna have a mustache. Yep. <laughs> then we'll and keep that going. Maybe bare arms. Maybe <laughs> that's if almost we, more if we like get to that a favor than a punishment. <laughs> <laughs> I we can always just stick with the stash thing too, but I already have the wax we'll here, so we'll it. just do okay. it anyways. Okay. Because it's a, it'll be. I'm sure it'll make for at least for a fun video. Okay, sounds um, good. Gotta clear my throat. Okay. <coughs> you could wax my mustache off and, and then, then put, a put new on, one on. Put the new one on. There we go. It's <laughs> <laughs> an idea. There you go. <laughs> it's like you just wax random parts of your body. Yeah. There we go. That'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> nice all right well thank you guys for joining us in the gory hole dungeon for this episode of the gory hole podcast uh be sure you go like you go follow you share subscribe we're at the gory hole pod on instagram tiktok twitter and youtube and don't forget if you have anything you want us to talk about you have a question you gotta come what do we want to hear everything we want to hear i everything. want some good confessions we yeah. can keep you anonymous yeah um, any kind of like drama, yeah. I would love to hear that. Mm-hmm. Crazy family drama. Um, we love ghost stories. Ghost story, anything, anything you got. Yeah, send, send us it. stuff. You Entertain hear us, us. Talk about it. It is January, and I am bored, and I want entertainment. 
It's February. Fuck yeah, it is February now. <laughs> We're recording in January, but yes. it's going to be February. You're, You're right. You're ruining You're the right. magic, Nikki. Sorry. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> it's okay. So email us, thegoryholepod at Gmail. And don't forget, hit those five stars wherever you listen to podcasts. And share our stuff. Share, yeah. share, share. If you have a post a cool video, share it. Yeah, we would that'd be great. Love that. That'd be great. Tag a friend. Be like, these bitches are funny. That'd be you great. You should go listen to them. Do it. Do it. It helps the algorithm. It does. Interact right. with us. That comment. Anyway. Share. We need it, <laughs> and we want it. Okay. And that would be great. All right. I think we're done. Okay. Stay gory. Bye, See you everybody. Guys next week, Stay gory.